the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. Wake up and smell the coffee with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live. Brought to you by Phoenix Roasters. Look out. It is a great Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Boy, we're so happy to be here today. I got to tell you, Dan, I'm a little nervous because the sexiest man alive is to the left of me. He came in the studio and I started getting hot flashes. You know, I was just getting... It was that rear end, wasn't it? I was just getting over the fact that I have butt erosion, right? Right? At my age. We're stealing all these jokes before he even gets a chance. Well, that's what I do. Jeff Foxworthy's in the studio. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing How did great. you become the sec? Well, I mean, looking at well, you. But no, I mean- my phone is blowing up because <laughs> I, I guess right. How- but I guess Bradley Cooper's doing a movie and he's got a mustache and he's like got his hair like so people are like Bradley Cooper looks like Jeff Foxworthy. If we looked at the picture; he does. He looks yeah, just he like you. And and I said, well, he won. Uh, didn't he won like people? Yes, sexiest yes. man alive. Yeah, he did. So, so there you go. I think at worst case, I got to be the runner up. <laughs> That if for any reason he's not able to fulfill his duties, then yes. you step in. Yeah, I step right, right in. Right. Would, that, would that make you number two? Yeah, it would make <laughs> you number two. Yes, absolutely. If you want to look at it that way. Two, right. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy, we're so happy to have him here. He is a legend. Uh, he's a Grammy winner. Uh, television shows, the stand-up, and with, of course, the Blue Collar Gang, etc. A great family. Uh, the girls and uh, your wife, and you're a farmer. I saw a picture of you, which I love that picture uh, of you with that that hat. That's that's uh, a that's a farmer's uh, yeah, look right there. Yeah. My wife. Well, I had never done any social media because everybody I knew that did social media ended up costing themselves their careers. <laughs> so but you're smart. I, so when I started doing this new show for NBC, they're like, "You got to do something," and I'm like, "All right, what's the least invasive?" And they said, "Instagram." Instagram. Yeah. So I'm sitting next to Chrissy Teigen, and she's creates me an Instagram. It. Oh, she so, did it for you. She did it for me, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm like Fred Flintstone. I, st- I, 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 I don't write jokes on notepads. I chisel them in stone. And, uh, but So usually I'm down at my farm like Wednesday and Thursday working before I'm out on the road for the weekend. And so because my daughter said, well, everybody does throwback Thursdays. Yeah. And I thought, well, if I'm going to be on the farm, I'll do tractor back Thursdays because <laughs> I'm usually on a tractor. And so I take all these sweaty pictures of me on a bulldozer or a tractor. And my wife's like, you're some, everybody else is there like on the Mediterranean and they're all glamorous. <laughs> and you've got sweat dripping down your face getting off the tractor. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's who I am. Yeah. I showed that to Dan earlier and I said, I love this picture. Uh, does he look like somebody? And, and we came up with Wilson. Well, Wilson from uh, from Home Improvement. Remember the guy next door? Looking, over the, Wilson, yeah. looking yeah. over the fence. You know, you know, yeah. a little bit like him. That's, that's me trying to do a selfie with a bulldozer, <laughs> uh, which is not as easy as you think it would be. Really? You, the sexiest <laughs> farmer. The sexiest farmer alive. Yeah, there yes, you go, there right there. Is. See, now it's like as I get old in this month, I get a little bit like Sam Elliott's little brother. Yes, you do look like Sam Elliott, you know, too. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, and you got that, that voice like Sam Elliott too. Boy, he's got a voice. Beef, too. it's what's for dinner. There. Oh, <laughs> wow! There you go. Love That's that. It. I love it. Jeff Foxworthy in the studio. We want to talk about the Atlanta mission, near and dear to your heart, yeah. in, in just a second. Can we talk a little bit about bring the funny? How did mm-hmm. this? 
Did you present this to them? Did they present this to you? How did this happen? No. You know, I, I actually I had a, a game because I, I didn't, never thought I would enjoy doing something like a game show. But I love doing Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. Right. I did that for right. like six years. And so I had come up with some other people. We'd kind of developed this game. And I went out at the end of last year and shot it for NBC. And they said, well, we like the game, but we really want to do something with you. And literally out of the blue, they called me one night right before Christmas. They said, hey, if you'll say yes to this, we'll green light it. We want wow. to do something like The Voice, but with comedy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is it just stand up? And they said, no, we want to kind of expand that because it's always been just, you know, like right. last comic standing. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it's so kind of the idea was you got three minutes and however way you want to make people laugh, if, if you can do it. Hmm. It's fun for me because the reason I ever got into it was I was a fan of comedy, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so it, it we worried when we started off that none of us were going to be able to be the Simon, you know, the, right. because that I'm just that's not my nobody nature. could be Simon other than Simon. But what I found is, yeah, and I didn't realize it is, yeah, I've been doing stand up for 35 years. There's a lot of little tips and tidbits mm-hmm. that I didn't even realize were in there mm. that have just become second nature. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I, like an example, the first time I ever did Johnny Carson. Uh, I had a comedian buddy, Blake Clark, and you've seen him in the 51st States. He was the dad. Blake, Blake, Blake Clark. So, uh, but he drove all the way over to NBC and came to my dressing room and he said, listen, you're going to be really nervous tonight because it's Carson. (laughs) He said, so he said, when you think you're going too slow, slow down. And I went, oh, if I think I'm going too slow. He said, yeah, because when you get nervous, you go faster and you want to do this at your pace. Well, Somehow that's stuck in my head always. If you get nervous, slow down. You know, if you think you're going too slow, slow down. And so I find myself on the show and I was watching somebody and I thought, oh, I can just tell they're nervous. Mm-hmm. And because they're nervous, they're going faster. Well, now you're not in control and the audience wants you to be in control. They mm-hmm. want you to do this. Right. And so for me to be able to take that baton that somebody gave me 30 years ago and go, mm-hmm. hey, here's what yeah. somebody told me. When mm-hmm. Here's a little piece of advice. Yeah. And so, because that's what you want to do. You want to, I mean, I'm still a fan of comedy. I want to pass that baton to the next generation. And yeah. And it's great so, that it's more than just stand-up, too. It's it's sketches. It's, yeah. uh, oh, it's, everything. it's everything. You know, and, and, and Keenan Thompson, he's the longest oh, running. Oh, we man. love Keenan. Love Keenan. He's just oh, yeah. such a chill, sweet guy. And yeah. he's, you know, he knows as much about sketches. Anyway, he's the longest yeah. cast member ever in the history of SNL. Chrissy doesn't really know comedy. She doesn't know the technical things. She just knows does it make me laugh or right. does it not make me laugh? Yeah. So hers is really the most important vote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Amanda Seals, who, like, she's so stinking talented, it's stupid. But it's it's funny because we're all so diverse. But from day one, we just got along great. That's it was great. like, my daughter's like, this is never going to work because you're like <laughs> a boring old dad. And, <laughs> and Chrissy is so hip and oh, cool wow. and... And, uh, it, you know, it was like... You're a boring old dad. Yeah, right? And, <laughs> you know, we get along fabulous. Yeah. Jeff Foxworthy, uh, check out Bring the Funny. If you haven't, if you have, uh, you know it's funny. It's on uh, NBC. I believe it's on Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights at 10 Eastern, I think. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Your girls, uh, how you, I know you just said the old dad thing. Uh, uh, any of them pick up the comedy stuff or you're like, thank God they didn't? How do you feel about that? <laughs> My youngest one is, I see, and I kind of have a theory. I think... You're either born funny or you're not. Mm. And, and she's been making us laugh since she was two <laughs> years old. She's really, but she would never get on stage. Like, she's not drawn to that. Really? Um, so, and my oldest one, uh, Jordan, she's just, she's kind of my more 
serious and studious one. She's funny too, but yeah. uh, well, yeah. but do they think you're funny? That's the thing. I mean, because we all think you're hilarious, but not but they're that, used not to you. so much. <laughs> You know, and and the the thing was when they were little, I could I talked about them. I mean, I did albums about yeah. them oh, when yeah. they were little, and then they when they got to be like in high school, they realized I was talking about them. I remember <laughs> one night I was hosting the country music awards, and it's right when Dancing with the Stars started. Yeah, and so they had they flew Lisa Renna up to like teach me how to dance, <laughs> and you know, so I'm doing this thing with like a halter top and these Daisy <laughs> these Daisy Duke shorts wow. on. And and, and you know, so I get in the car at the end of it, and and it's I might got a message from my daughter's like, Dad, stop it! We we have to go to school. People are seeing this stuff. And, yeah, so no, they don't think that's very funny. Uh, that's hilarious. Jeff Jeff Foxworthy uh, in the studio talking about uh, bring the funny and his family. Let's do this. Let's take a break, and we'll be back. Atlanta Mission is near and dear to uh, Jeff's heart and jordan's heart as well because she volunteers there and is a part of atlanta mission they're working on a new facility and it's specifically for women and children we've talked to jim reese about the possibility of that jeff's got more details in just a few we'll be back from the phoenix roaster studio here in buckhead i'm rick probst and i'm dan ratcliffe this is faith talk live stay there live from the phoenix roaster studio it's rick and dan on faith talk live Mm, love mm. it. It is uh, Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. He's got some moves there. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Yeah, yeah come on. He's not just another pretty face. Throwing he's... some Daisy Dukes in a halter top. He's got it. <laughs> Woo! I'll tell you the funny thing about the Daisy Duke. That because we were shooting it at Belmont and they had no dressing room. Uh, so I'm literally yeah. in the men's room putting on these, <laughs> oh, these no. Daisy Dukes. And, and I had never, you know, I had never tied a halter top. So I'm standing in front of the mirror in the men's room trying to figure out how you tie a halter top. And and some guy comes in to use the bathroom, and rather than try to explain, I was just like, hey, how you doing? You know how to tie this thing? Yeah. Hey, there's my butt look, man. Oh, yeah, no. that, that was not a good day. Oh, no. Jeff Foxworthy here, uh, and we're here in the Phoenix Royster studio in Buckhead, Faith Talk Live, and we've got a short time with, with Jeff. He's uh, with the Atlanta Mission, has been for a long time, 11 years, I think you said, yeah, yeah. the Bible wow. study. We started the first small group there, I think, 11 years ago. Man. Yeah. What we, was it that drew you to Atlanta Mission? You know what? I had a buddy that used to work there, and, and he kept inviting me to come have lunch. And my first day I ever went down for lunch there, actually, the first guy I met, the first homeless guy I ever met, was this white kid named Jason. He's like 21 years old. And, and I, he sat down at our table at lunch, and my first thought was, you're 21. Get a job. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, it's, but I like to know people's stories. And I'm like, Jason, what's your story? And he said, well, he said, it was me, my brother, my mom, and my dad. And he said, when I was 11 years old, my mom killed herself. Mm-hmm. Wow. He said, two years later, my brother killed himself. Mm-hmm. Then it was me and my dad. And my second year of college, my dad killed himself. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He said, and I just got to the point I couldn't hurt anymore. So I, he said, I just got sick of hurting. So I started smoking crack. Mm-hmm. And I'm wow. sitting across the table going, dang, dude, I would have started smoking crack, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so you realize so many people on the street, it, it, it wasn't out of late. Some kind of trauma had happened. Something, and what I found through the years, something bad happened to most of these people. Mm-hmm. You know, either they were molested or abused physically or sexually or something. Something bad happened, and they couldn't deal with that hurt. And so 
like anybody else, when you can't deal with a hurt, what do you do? You numb it. And, yep. and you either numb it with alcohol, you, you numb it with drugs. Mm-hmm. But when you become a number, now you're not employable because you cannot be dependent on the work. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a job. You take from your family until they go, we can't do this anymore. And that's how you end up on the street. Right. And, you know, my, my buddy Joshua down there, he said, these guys have never done small group. He said, would you consider leading a small group? I'm laughing going, there's six and a half million people in Atlanta. You can't, <laughs> you can't find anybody more qualified than me. But all I did, and I tell people this, it's like when, you, when you're serving, all I did was say yes. Hmm. That's all I did. I said yes. Now, was I the most qualified? No. But, but I said yes. And, and I started going down there and doing this thing. And what I found, for, for if, if we could ever get down and address that hurt, hmm. And, it, and and I could associate with some of it because my dad left when I was early. And no matter what your parents say, when you have a parent leave, for a little kid, you feel like I wasn't worth sticking around for. Yeah. And and so, you know, when we started this study, I thought, man, if we can ever get down to that herd, if we can go, ever go down to the basement and unlock that door and drag it out in the front yard mm-hmm. and let it in the sunlight. It, and, and what I found, I told these guys, I said, I let God be my dad. Because what I wanted was somebody that was there, somebody that loved me unconditionally, somebody that cared what I thought and said. Mm-hmm. And so I just I just was like, okay, God, you're my daddy. Mm. And so through these guys, we found if you could ever get back to that, this thing that you wanted, you actually have. And it's been pretty amazing over the years, and it's not near 100%. Right. But there's been so many guys that got to get to the point where they were sober, you know. They 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 nursed that hurt. It's going to be a scar, but right. but they reconnected with their families. They got full-time employment. They got their own place. Mm. They got vehicles. I mean, I see them all over town. They're mm. like, hey, Jeff, I was in your second group, you know. And mm. so, I mean, but man, that's kind of the healing of God. I think one of God's biggest delights is restoring broken mm-hmm. broken people. Yeah, You know, all these things we think we have figured out. I'd, I'd much rather hang out with these guys than a lot of Sundays in a fancy church because there's so many people in that fancy church pretending like they got it going on. And these guys are, man, you talk about authentic. You'd pay money. To listen mm. to these guys pray. Wow! I mean, because you're going to be sitting there with tears rolling mm-hmm. down your face. They got nothing to hide. They, yeah. You can't pretend like you got it going on. Well, speaking of tears, uh, this is Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, Jim Reese, who is the president of uh, Atlanta Mission, every time we talk to Jim, he cries every time. He, he does. cries every single. He's time. He's got such a big heart. And yeah. uh, we talk about the men, and he starts talking. And I was there one day. Well, the day we met you, he had mm-hmm. just finished up his Bible study, mm-hmm. and he was talking to a young guy, and he started tearing oh, up just talk, talking always. to the guy one on one. Fascinating human being. He was the CEO of a Fortune one hundred company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, as big a job as you can have, and quit that to run the Atlanta Mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's fabulous. At yeah, it. that's yeah, his yeah. heart. We talk about yeah. the men. You, you know, we have homeless here. Believe it or not, in Buckhead, oh, we, we see lot. the homeless. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. We see a lot of men. But Jim says there's a lot of women and children that we don't see. A ton of women. My, for, da- my for daughter, the- Jordan, that's her job. She works at the women's shelter. Yeah. 4,000 women and children on the streets of Atlanta. Wow. In Atlanta, we've got enough beds for about 900 a night. Out of that, the Atlanta mission is about a third of that. 300, wow. 300 beds a night. So we do about a third of them, but 
we need to expand the services like like a lot of places if you you have a kid over 12 years old you can't go into a shelter especially hmm. because as a male you women have to have you know that's one difference the men's shelter we don't have kids mm-hmm. but where jordan would that you have women and children right right and so uh you know we, we came up with this idea to build a low barrier shelter over there with there's a day shelter over on ethel street and it's like let's tear that down and build something that can up positively impact this population in atlanta and so it's a 15 million dollar project and the cool people at brock built homes came up with an idea and they said what if we do this we're going to build a brand new house but if people will donate to the mission like for every 25 bucks you get a sweepstakes ticket and somebody's going to win this new house four hundred thousand dollar house that's awesome but that 25 bucks takes care of a woman and her children if in the mission for a day and and so you know by two tickets two chances three tickets three chances Mm -hmm. or or, or whatever so what it'll do is it'll add over 100 more beds for us well now then now the atlanta mission's over 40 percent of the women and children being taken off the street in atlanta every night so it's just it's very funny my are are we cramped for time no go ahead so my my (laughs) my oldest daughter jordan she's she's such a compassionate person just got such a heart for the underdog but when she was 14 bunch of guys in our church, we took our, our oldest child and we went to Kenya to work in AIDS orphanages. And when we came back, she said, Dad, there ought to be something kids could do. I know adults do. There ought to be something kids could do. She researched. She found out more kids died of malaria hmm. than anything in Africa. And she found a place where she could buy mosquito nets, treated mosquito nets for 10 bucks a piece. So she started doing these car washes and bake sales and mm-hmm. on. And raising money started a little, her own little, you know, corporation thing called bite back and um ultimately paired with uh compassion international yeah. they raised like five million dollars for wow. mosquito nets. it was crazy Man. but when she was like 15 somebody came to interview her about it and i tried to stay out of it because i'm like this is jordan's thing but i'm sitting there watching and and the person interviewing her said is it weird for you as a high school kid in the lunchroom when other girls are talking about what kind of purse you have or what kind of shoes you have that you're sitting there baking cookies trying to raise money for malaria nets and jordan said well it's not their fault she goes they just haven't seen the same thing i've seen Hmm. she said but because i've seen it i have to respond Hmm. wow and i thought man that's like an old lady answer to a question (laughs) (laughs) but i think this deal with homelessness is kind of like that you know and i'm such a mental picture guy but i just imagine we're all walking down this road of life together and and when somebody next to you falls down, they stumble and they fall down. You got if you see it, you got two choices. You're either going to help them up, or you're going to pretend like it didn't happen and mm-hmm. you and you just keep on going. And I can't pretend like it didn't happen because I've seen it. I met right. these people. And you know, when you're thinking out there on the street, that's somebody's mom, that's somebody's grandmother mm-hmm. living under a bridge, that's somebody's sister, that's somebody's daughter, that's somebody's grandchild. Wow. And so how can you act like it's not there, especially when you think about that the thing that put them there was some trauma that they had no control over? Yeah. Wow. So Mm. instead of them saying, hey, I just don't want to work, I'm just going to hang. Which is what we think. That's what we think. And that's it's just not the case. Yeah. And how does that make you? Because you think about nobody really wants that. No, no. Why would you? They didn't plan on getting there. No. Mm. Yeah. Wow. No. How does that make you feel as a dad to to sit there and see your daughter getting it like that? Oh, man, she gets it so much better than I did at that age. Oh, it's, it, you know, I mean, I say proud. It's, I mean, I, 
it's what God did. I mean, yeah. she's kind of she's kind of being the thing that she was created to be. Yeah. Because you know, and she'll say to me, because she's never going to make a dime. But she said, Dad, you always told me, find something that makes my heart sing. This mm-hmm. makes my heart sing. Wow. And I'm like, well, then do it. Yeah. Do it well. Jeff Foxworthy, uh, check out his show, uh, Bring the Funny on NBC. And sharing from his heart here, it's amazing. His heart is uh, homeless folks and mm-hmm. his daughter, homeless women and children. Uh, wow. That story was amazing. Mm-hmm. He talked about the Brock Build home. And you can give, uh, you get, uh, you know, it's like a, what, a ticket. And uh, they're going to draw for the $400. And that money is going to go. $400,000 I mean, $400, house. Not a $400 house. $400 house. $400 house. Yeah. What we done is we got some pallets that we found on the side of the highway. Looks like shiplap, you yeah, know. Right. Thank you. $400,000 home. And you, there's a couple of places you can go. You can go to atlantamission.org forward slash sweepstakes, uh, or you can go to thefishatlanta.com, right. and you maybe can go to faith, uh, faithhawkatlanta.com. We need to make sure that happens. And yeah. even if you don't win the house, you took care of somebody yeah. for a day, you yeah. know? That's awesome. You you were the hands and feet for a day for for some woman or child that needed it. Yeah. Right. Hey, check it out. Check out uh, Jeff's stuff, and you can also go to jefffoxworthy.com. Check out his webpage. Uh, watch him on television. Buy his stuff. and um, <laughs> Buy his stuff. <laughs> buy his stuff. <laughs> oh, I love it. Follow Jeff. Go to his website and uh, check out his, what was that, your Instagram? You had that? Picture yeah, there. my bulldozer what is, there. What's That's, your Instagram? It's, it real Jeff Foxworthy, I think. The yeah. real, not the fake one, but not the real the Jeff one, Foxworthy. The real one, Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank not you so Bradley much. Not Bradley Cooper lookalike. I no. mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. All right. All right, thank you so much, Jeff. Oh, man, we thanks really for having me. You bet. God bless. Awesome. Uh, it's good having Jeff here. And again, you can check out the uh, Atlanta mission. It's uh, for the, the ladies and their kids. It's a new facility, and we're looking forward to that being built with your help. AtlantaMission.org forward slash sweepstakes, faithtalkatlanta.com, thefishatlanta.com. Yep, a great Faith Talk Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio in Buckhead. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll see you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.